On this episode of Real Life Real Equity, we often need is we need a mentor or someone who can be compassionate uh, compassionate enough to know that that's where we are. And most importantly, keep encouraging us, but not do it for us. Welcome to Real Life Real Equity Podcast with your hosts, Justin and Keisha Brooks. Hey, welcome to the show. Our goal is to share with you real life examples of entrepreneurs who are winning in both life and business. As real estate investors, our mission is to model, educate, and inspire you to act by sharing ease to implement tools, ideas, and information to add more worth to your net worth, more cash to your cash flow, helping you achieve your goals in less time. Welcome to the show. All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Real Life Real Equity. We are your hosts, Justin and Keisha Brooks. And we have a pretty special guest with us here today. I really consider this guest as one of my mentors, and I'm pretty excited to welcome him here today. Welcome to the show, Mr. Jay Massey. I am glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes, thanks for being here. So I know quite a bit about you. I just want you to share that story with our audience, though. So share with us where you're from and how you got started into being an entrepreneur and becoming the person you are today. Got it. So I think what's important to understand is that there was never a like intention to be quote unquote, an entrepreneur, if you will. So I know some people when they're listening, they're like, Oh yeah, one day I'm going to own a business. It, it happened mostly out of necessity. And what I really want to communicate through that is your story, no matter how bad it may seem, it, it's not over. maybe there's a new chapter, there's a new page, but it is still possible. And the reason I can say that is, you know, when we first got started in the world of real estate, for sure, we we were squatting in bank owned property. And again, if I asked you, hey, have you ever considered getting involved in real estate investing? One of the things that you would go is, well, I'm squatting in bank owned property. So no, not really. (laughs) It's not exactly (laughs) the conditions where you go, yeah, absolutely. Let's do this. Uh, because we had a credit score of 398. There was nothing in our wow. history that said, oh, we are got we got this. We absolutely can do real estate. We, we didn't have any training. In it. There was no formal education there. I'm a you know college dropout. My wife's got two degrees. It, when she is pregnant, she has a condition known as hyperemesis. For those of you who don't know, what that simply means is that she could not eat or drink. And wow. I was born with asthma, which means uh, on top of the normal struggle to breathe, uh, one day when I went to go play volleyball, I punctured my lung. So now Ooh. I can't walk and talk simultaneously without fainting. And we were selling our personal possessions on eBay because I didn't know what else to do. Right. You know, I was presented with a choice. You, you know, I mean, go to work with your, uh, or you stay your wife's bedside and it's not a good choice. And there's no definitive 100% right answer. I mean, it makes sense. You've got to go, you got to eat, got to go to work. But at the same time, you got to be by our bedside. I chose to be by our bedside and that's how we ended up squatting a bank owned property. Through that process, though, just a number of transformations of thought, of being, of how to take action. That's what occurred when someone asked me, hey, have you ever considered getting involved in real estate investing? And for whatever reason, at that time, I didn't let what we did not have, what we did not know, our lack of resources stop us. I said, uh, I have and I have nothing. I have no resources. So if it can be done, 
with no money and no credit. And to be clear, I was making sure that this person understood that no money isn't like what some of you call no money. I mean, because mm, I've, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've, I've hung out with some well-to-do people before and, and in my prior life was a financial planner. And I, it was not uncommon for someone to come to me and say, Jay, I'm in dire straits. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm down to my last $2 million. Can you help me? And it's not that kind of no money that, that we're not talking about that. We're talking zero would have been an improvement at this particular time. <laughs> no money. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, but that, I just told them that this is the situation. If you can make this happen under these conditions, I'm in. They didn't blink. They didn't bat an eye. They, they showed me what to do. And it just turned out that some of our first transactions were very similar to what we were doing on eBay. See, I was going to other people's garage sales, buying their stuff at a discount. And then over the weekend, I'd clean it up, take some photos, put it on eBay and sell their stuff at a discount. And for those that have listened to this podcast more than long enough, you know that that's wholesaling. I didn't know that though. The skill set was transferable and we started earning $2,000 per transaction. And it took us around 72 hours to complete it. And I'm like, what is this? Why haven't I been told before? And it is from that, the necessity to eat, the necessity to, to pay for an electric bill, the, the necessity to pay for medical bills, to, to make sure that my lungs could heal and all, all the things that go along with being a husband and a father and just wanting to feel like you could stand on your own two feet. Yeah. That's the reason real estate happened. I mean, and very transparently, I don't like real estate. I mean, I have uh, Home Depot is not my favorite store. Uh, I don't own a hammer. Do not pass me a screwdriver. I mean, it's not the it's not the thing. You do not ask me these types of questions. No, my twelve year old daughter is the one who assembles things for me. If I buy a desk, I give it to her. When we put this together. She's all fired up and excited. I come back later. Right. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing about that process that I enjoy, but I like the benefits of real estate. And that's why yeah. we stay. I, I really, I really like what you said when you said, you know, a lot of people start, they start talking about how they start with no money and don't have anything. And it's really interesting that when we talk about not having any money, we talk about really not having anything, you know, not starting with a couple of hundred thousand or a couple of thousand. We're talking with zero, nothing. Right. right. Zilch, nothing. <laughs> and, um, you know, when I talk to people who ask me about getting started in real estate, they don't have a big piggy bank of money. And it sounds like, I, first off, I wanted to know who, who was the person that, that made an impact. You don't have to give their whole name, but who was the person that made the impact? And then it sounds like you started wholesaling, kind of like garage selling, uh, flipping stuff over eBay. And then you transitioned up to wholesaling and then you transitioned up into bigger and bigger things. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. His name was Stephen Gregg. He, and, and what it comes down to is that oftentimes it takes someone who sees more in us than we see in ourselves mm. and who's willing to take that risk who's willing to go further than what we think we can go and show us that, no, it's going to be okay. You, you won't fall off. It's kind of like if you've ever watched a, a toddler either encounter the ocean for the first time or the curb on the street, they look at it and they're like, I don't know if I trust that. I mean, it's like three inches, yeah. right? It's three inches, but they are not going over 
and you're and you know what's going through their head because you've already been down that road right and you can guide them and that's what we often need is we need a mentor or someone who can be compassionate uh, compassionate enough to know that that's where we are and most importantly keep encouraging us but not do it for us let us take that step and be right there to catch us if for some reason we happen to trip or fall I, I don't know. How much deeper can we go with that? Because that, to me, is a really powerful story of just the compassion and really helping somebody who doesn't know what they don't know. I mean, what was that experience like for you getting Stephen Gray to like give you that, that hand up? Like, Talk us through that. Well, and, and that's the thing. All right. So if, if we're going to really talk. You have to understand that being, you know, looking the way that I look growing up where I grow up, it, 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 that is not what the media, that is not what the world would say is acceptable activity for someone like myself. Now, if I wanted to play a sport all day long, the world would believe that. If I wanted to sing a song all day long, no problem. You can do it. Right. But soon as it comes to something that is not within their frame of reference, it's like, you? Are you sure? Yeah. And I don't know. You might want to try this. Yet, that doesn't mean that we don't have the talent. It doesn't mean we don't have the capacity. And unfortunately, because it gets reinforced so frequently, we choose to believe it. And then wow. Stephen was one person. That voice in the wilderness, John the Baptist style, if you will, who was willing to say something different. I see something different for you. And there are a number of people who will do that. Mm. But then would be willing to say, not only do I see it, I will show you how. Mm. And there are a number of people who will do that. But will also then model it day in, day out. And give me the space and time to assimilate it, to let it become mine, because mm. that's what it that's what it takes. Naturally, I am introverted. I am shy. I do not necessarily prefer beginning conversations and talking to strangers. Yet it is a <laughs> skill set that is required for business. Uh, can you imagine that? Mm. <laughs> the craziest thing ever. It's not something that's normal. And mm. and for those of you that can remember, um, I, I can. Because I know some of you right now, you're thinking, well, yeah, that, that, that's my problem, too. And, and Jay, if I just had, if I just this and, and, and sometimes you'll hear things like if I just had more investors, then I, that, that's all I need and I'd be able to do it. Well, cool. Yeah. I'm going to give you the same assignment I was given. And if you are brave enough to take this on, you're on your way. What I want you to do is I wouldn't typically say go get the phone book, but that doesn't exist anymore. So just go to any phone directory, anything. Literally, I want you to look up people's phone number in your area. Random people. I want you to get a list of 100. Start at the letter A and go. Call them. Here's why. Because the call doesn't matter. The practice does. Oh, wow. Until you get through the process. It doesn't matter. You will never develop those relationships. You're not going to get it right the first time. And unfortunately, we have disconnected ourselves from an understanding that is very basic, that that toddler self of yours was very connected to. The toddler knew how to fail. They did. That's how you learn to walk, eat, tie your shoe, stand up, sit up, sit down, shut up, 
all of those things <laughs> and now i want you to just do that intentionally when you go out there with the intent to fail at certain skills you'll get better over time and you can make more calls than you think you can fail you will not fall apart i'm not asking you to go grab a musket and defend the territory that's hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> no one to my knowledge has ever died from door knocking I mean, it's not going to kill you. I mean, right. you know, that's what I'm talking about here. And unfortunately, we have such an addiction to looking good that mm. it prevents us from learning. Wow. wow. That is extremely powerful. I, and I'm, you know, I'm going to pass it to you, Kisha. You, I mean, she gave me that look like I need no, to. No, it's to funny it. because he said, oh, you got this. You yeah, go ahead and no, lead. I, and I, No, here's, I just, I'm going to say this. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I get to have him every week, so go ahead. I just, I'm, I'm taken back because the simplicity, one, two, yes, you, if you just start the, 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 the lesson is, if you just start and do, you don't have to be perfect. Just start and do something mm-hmm. and you'll yes, get there. Talk to us a little bit about how someone goes about finding that that someone who's going to help them ke- uh, help them um, when they feel like they're going to fall. That, that oh, person oh, yeah, is going to yeah, keep yeah, yeah. them from falling. Well, and again, it, it's another very simple storybook that you've already heard. I mean, the, the princess kisses many frogs before she finds her prince. And that's how it goes. There is no shortcut there. You can't shortcut the pain or potential pain or perceived pain inside. There is the lesson that is the maturity. That is the process. You don't learn. You've made a wrong decision until you've made a decision and Mm. that it just, you have to, you could get anywhere just going in any direction. So long as you start or are willing to receive feedback and then make course corrections, you'll eventually get there. The first uh, individual that you've ever dated is probably not the one you ended up marrying because you found out a few things that you thought were good, but then you improved. And as Oprah would say, when you know better, do better. So it's not any more complicated than that. But here's the difference. Learning to fail fast, fail forward, and fail frequently That's what makes the secret. See, what often can happen is when we experience a failure event, either A, we take it on personally and call ourselves a failure, which is unfortunate because that's not true. But most importantly, we don't have another failure event until years later because we don't want to take that feeling on. We don't want to. We're so busy living in the past that the present has washed us by. And all of those things add up to lost time. One of the unique strategies that I used at the beginning, because I'm out here in California and it's called the land of absolutely crazy priced housing. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> which means if you're starting out here, when you try to do a transaction, you will risk hundreds, mm-hmm. if not millions of dollars, hundreds of mil- hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars for one transaction. So I had to ask myself, what does that buy me? And because ultimately what it comes down to is at the end, you have a transaction. You have one transaction, one deal's worth of experience. That's mm-hmm. what you've got. Yeah. And you risked a million dollars for it. And then I asked myself, okay, well, if I did that same, if I took the same monetary risk in a different geographic area, what would happen? Well, I would have way more experience. I would have more times at failing. 
Oh, and then I could fail in smaller increments, which to me made sense. I could do more deals faster in smaller increments, get the learning, then go take the bigger risk. And that's where I come up with things and say things like at the beginning of your career, you, you do your first deals for experience, not profit. Yeah. And then later you get to profit from your experience. Yeah. However, this funny little thing called greed gets in the way and you just started today. And the problem is you believe wholeheartedly that you deserve 50 50 of something when mm. in reality, what are you really bringing to the table other than a name and or number? Cause you don't have a skill set yet and you're asking me to give it to you. And then you want me to do all the work and give you half the money for a name yeah. and a number. Mm. I could have got that from Google and yeah. she much cheaper. i love that so so far and um just so our audience knows this is some very valuable information every single week with our podcast we are continuing to share tips and tools to our audience our guests bring it i love that you're bringing it and if you're not (laughs) subscribed to our newsletter because we will have jay's information in the newsletter make sure you do that now real life real equity.com forward slash newsletter jump on the list so that you can continue to stay connected now what i am learning so far i mean i'm always learning something every time i listen to you (laughs) is that start with the basics yeah start with the basics i mean so many times oftentimes people are trying to jump to the next thing and they haven't started with the basic thing and right now we're talking in a time where we're all going through this global pandemic we're dealing with Mm COVID-19 and you have been continuing to just educate 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 pour out information you know tell us something um we wanted to talk about systems so let's talk about a basic system maybe someone's going through right now their business has been turned upside down. What can they do right now to start going in the right direction? And 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 even to add on to that, with that, talk about the um, the failure side of it because a lot of people are going to go through monetary failure, and I have not met very many people that mm-hmm. have that have openly said either they BK'd out. Or they they were at a three ninety eight credit score. That's a heck of a recovery. I'm just saying. So when you talk that level of transparency, nobody can say, "Oh, I don't know how to get out of this." You come from a three ninety eight to doing the the deal levels that you're doing, and I'm not putting your business on the street. That is a recovery. So talk to us about how you you think about this whole thing systematically. Okay, no problem. I I have no problem doing that. I preface it by saying I'm probably going to tick somebody off because I'm a little excited about it. (laughs) That's just what it is. At the end of the day, where there is chaos, there is cash flow. It is because the market is broken that you and I, those who are looking to get in, that's literally what creates the opportunity. That is the, the, the challenge right now that you're experiencing is that opportunity is not yet organized. Now, Mm -hmm. like them, lump them, however you want. The politician's job is to organize the economy. That's literally what they do. Okay. If they do anything correctly, that that's the thing they're supposed to do. Now, whether they do it, doing it the right way, wrong way, it doesn't really matter. My point is 
the reason it feels like this constant free fall and a slap in the face and like, I don't know what to do today is because they haven't been able to put together the new rules. And it's a very simple reason why. It's my first pandemic and it's probably theirs too. Because right. it's just that <laughs> simple, right? Yeah. The first time you do anything, you're horrible at it, mm-hmm. period. So are they, because they're still human. So just remember, every master was once a disaster, period. So once you take that on, then it's an understanding that who told you business was going to be perfect and that you weren't going to fall to a bankruptcy or 398 credit score or who knows what? Did somebody tell you that it was going to be a straight line to the top? Okay, then. Since that didn't happen for you either, <laughs> then there's nothing to necessarily be ashamed about. The question is, is now that you've paid full price for the lesson, how much are you going to make it worth? As I said before, you do your first deals for experience, not profit. Later, you get to profit for your experience, from your experience. In fact, let me take that one step deeper. You may not have realized this, but Let's just pretend for the sake of this conversation, Justin, here's the real. (laughs) Let's pretend that you were after you wanted to, you had a goal. I was going to put $10 million of cash in the bank account. And you told everybody was in your marketing, what you were going to do. Do you realize that if you never get there ever, no matter what you tried, tried a thousand different things, you could write an ebook. A thousand different ways I tried to put $10 million of cash in my bank account and failed. Do you know that you could still sell that? Even though you never did it. Because there's value in failure. Yeah. Wow. We have the wrong perception of risk and failure and even what is a risk. But that's a whole different story. What it comes down to is understanding what is valuable. That's why the business of real estate and every business for that matter, it doesn't depend on your credit score. It depends. Can you solve someone else's problem? Are you willing to do the work it takes to learn someone else's problem better than they know it? And then sit there with compassion and patience as they catch up to your understanding and then offer them a solution at the right time. Mm. That's a skill set. And it can be learned, which should be the exciting thing. Because the, when the marketplace is in a state of reorganization like we're experiencing right now, the playing field is level. You know, one of the best and most exciting things to me right now is, and, and it's kind of funny, but you, uh, you'll, you'll probably be able to get this, is that I get to see Oprah at home on a laptop with books under it, using a <laughs> webcam to live stream. The playing field is level. Are you kidding me? When has that ever happened? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like we 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 all are right. That the starting gun has went off. Nobody has a playbook. We're all defining it as yeah. we go. Yeah. yeah. And (laughs) that's exciting to me to an uncontrollable point. I agree. Because it's so much blue ocean, blue sky. Go figure it out, whatever it is. And that's not even counting the new industries that are coming to play. In Mm -hmm. fact, just yesterday. So let's talk about a real estate play 
never existed before and only because of the pandemic will now exist. I saw and I couldn't believe it, but then I did. It was like, oh yeah, that's gonna make sense. That's gonna be a thing. There is now a COVID-19 only skilled nursing facility. Oh, wow. wow. Like, wait, what? <laughs> exactly. Think wow. about that for a second. So if, if it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that is suddenly, not, there's a new entire category of everything available. It's like if you have had it and you want to stay around others who have had it and if you have worked around it and you don't, I mean, just think about that. There's a relationship that's already Put there. Put that one down. Right. <laughs> there are so, it, 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 it is blowing my mind. I mean, and then that's one of the things that is required. Understand, because something breaks, it doesn't mean it's broken or there's something wrong. In fact, the entrepreneurs that I know, this is a reason to innovate. Yeah. And that's what we do yep. because it's like, Ooh, that's broken. I'll take this piece. You take that piece and I'll take this piece and together. Yeah. Well, here's what happens and boom. Oh my gosh, this is a, gr- this is so great. Yes. That's what we do. And if that doesn't resonate with you, there's nothing wrong. Cause guess what? Every entrepreneur needs a good number two. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. got to help us run this crazy stuff that comes out of our head. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, what you've got to do, though, is have the self-awareness to mm. really understand how you can best play using your strengths this entrepreneurial game. I love that. Wow. All of it. <laughs> I'm not just saying that, but really, I mean, just pulling from that, there's just, like you said, people are literally seeing what's broken and trying to, just like going back to the toddler. Yeah. It's like them having a those big piece, big puzzle pieces. <laughs> it's just, it's just something you know? powerful too, yeah. though. That it's about who you're around too, mm-hmm. because yeah. you said something. You said the entrepreneurs that I know. That's yeah. incredibly powerful. If you're not an entrepreneur, you're, you want to be an entrepreneur. Go get around more entrepreneurs who are thinking, okay, this is bad, but how can we make this better? How right. can we, right. you know, asking the right questions. And then you said something that I haven't heard anybody except for me and Keisha talk about. How can you be somebody's number two? Yeah. If you aren't that <laughs> way, like that's the conversations that we, me and Keisha had, like, okay, so let's yeah. talk, you know, cause everybody's not a number one. No. Uh, I mean, you know, and it, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And if you're a great, so here's the deal. And I'm going to say this and then I'm going to pass the buck back to you, Keisha, the Steve Wozniak, is a yes. billionaire. Oh, uh, right. Facebook's <laughs> first 10 billionaires. Right. All I'm saying is be number two, mm-hmm. be a billionaire. Be a good Go. number two. <laughs> be, no, be, be the best you. Yes. And if that happens to be that you're a number two, then that's great. And for, you know, Cameron Harold does a great job at training number twos. And that's the thing. He won't even let, I mean, that was <laughs> when in the conversations that he and I have had, I've like, well, I'm not a number two, but I still want the training. Can I come? He's like, no, it's for number twos only. He won't even let CEOs in to his oh, training wow. because it's for number twos. It's like, dude, I mean, okay. I, I mean, I'm mad, but I get it. <laughs> you, know, I still want I to you said it was Cameron Harold. Yeah, Cameron Harold. Yeah, he is wow. by far the best at training and helping number twos realize the value of being a great number two because 
uh, honestly, there is no Facebook without, you know, people like Cheryl and and there's no yeah. eBay. I mean, just think about some of, the com- some of the companies that we either take for granted or just assume, you know, are great. They're not great just because, you know, Elon is there. It's because who's around Elon? Yeah. Virgin <laughs> Atlantic, whatever version it looks like after this is all done, was Virgin Atlantic because, well, Branson understands that right. it's not all about him. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are so many examples of this. I mean, yeah, they're the one that you see the most. They're the one, they're also the ones with the most responsibility. So be careful what you ask for. You won't be number one. But <laughs> what it comes down to is that they're just, they're exercising where their gifts lie, right? Yeah. That doesn't mean there isn't room for you to be beyond successful more than what you think using your gifts. And the sooner you find out what they are, begin to believe in them, that they do make a difference, the faster you'll get to where you want to be. Wow. Wow. So you have really given us so much information, just so much valuable, valuable information. Things to think on. Things to think on. Think mm-hmm. things to really think on. The COVID skilled nursing is something yeah, that yeah, I'm just, yeah, you know. That's, that's my head, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 right. Exactly. There's so much that just hasn't been thought through, mm-hmm. hasn't been thought of. I mean, understand, guys, there was a time that the pencil was a new thing. Right. <laughs> okay. I know it sounds crazy, <laughs> but like, what is that? Can, I mean, it, I wasn't there, but the idea of, wow, what's that pen? That that's interesting. And some of you, if you're old enough, you remember when the iPhone came out. I know I remember because it was the first time the keyboard was on the screen. Yeah, and you said like I did. I don't like that. I like to feel the buttons. Now, now what? Even BlackBerry can't even keep it going. Right. So my my point is, there's a time for innovation. Yeah. And it's usually when things are broken right. yeah. and it's easier then, to be honest, it's easier now than it was before to be able to come up with a solution because no one's thought of it yet. Yeah. All the solutions are brand new because it's everyone's first pandemic. Yeah. Love that. So there's a time for innovation. I think we can definitely walk away with that. And then also mm-hmm. fail fast forward and frequent frequent yes. i i wrote that down because i was like yeah. fell fast because sometimes when you take too long like you said the present passes you by mm-hmm. <laughs> and you so don't then, learn the lesson and you don't if learn you the lesson failed all, imagine riding a bike you're gonna ride a bike on a saturday okay cool you made a plan that's great and you you but you go ride the bike and you fail so you fall off. If you're like me, you ran directly into grandma's bushes. It hurt a lot anyway. Uh, but if I never get back on the bike for another 30 days, mm-hmm. do I learn to ride the bike? No, no not at all. Because I'm not doing it frequently enough. It's not even close enough together. We put too much time in between failure. Said another way, you tried to write a real estate contract. You know what happened? They said no. Or you wrote a real estate contract and it fell out of escrow. Or you wrote a real estate contract, it closed, the financing fell through, and then you got upset because, oh man, they didn't do what they said they were going to do. And now you have this chip on your shoulder. Or worse, they, it did go through. And then you learn that tenants don't always do what they say they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my God, what on earth happened here? Or worse... All of that happened exactly like you planned. And then for whatever reason, 
your building is the one that gets struck by lightning. And then all of a sudden now you're like, dude, no one told me I had to be responsible. I mean, but you, you are dealing with all of this stuff as if it's someone else's fault. Understand yeah. the tax code, the marketplace, and every person you know are waiting to reward you based upon the level of responsibility you're willing to assume. And if you are willing to assume more responsibility, then yeah, you'll pay less taxes, you'll earn more money, you'll have a lot more friends, and you'll generally be happier to be around. Yeah. Yeah. So as we wrap things up, so there's two things I want to do. First thing, um, Jay, is how can people get a hold of you um, Mm. if they want to get more information about Jay Massey, um, of course, Cashflow Diaries, how can they reach out to you? The easiest thing to do is to go to cashflowdiary.com by far, uh, because that is the beginning. That is the gateway to resources. And because we know that individuals prefer to learn and consume information in many different modalities, we produce written content, audio content, as well as video. So you can hear me, see me, watch me. You can do whatever fits you so that you can begin and continue your journey to becoming a bigger, better, better entrepreneur. A lot of people do they'll find a lot of value in our podcast, which is at cashflowdiarypodcast.com. Awesome. I'm going to say this, uh, a shameless plug for Jay Massey. Uh, Keisha started through the, through just going through the content last uh, <laughs> February, I think. Oh, I yes. came home. So it's funny. I don't know if she's ever told you this story, but uh, I came home from a Kyle Wilson event and I was like, oh, okay. I was talking to a friend there and he was like, Man, you should check out this short-term rental thing. I said, yeah, that's not me, but I, let me talk to my wife and see if, you know, it's a thing for her because she wanted to start a business. I said, I, I know because I know Sep. So, you know, you and Sep are real good. I was like, oh, yeah. I said, I know how that works. And so I said, let me, I said, let me tell her. I said, are you interested? I came home from L.A. I said, you interested in doing something like that? She said, oh, I'll check it out. I said, all right, sweet. So get started. And she takes off and, like, I, I've never seen anybody run like that. So uh, all I got to say is, you know, I'm enjoying the benefits of her learning from you. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what gets me excited. I mean, it, it that's what I like. That's one of the many things that I've learned about short-term rentals that is the most accessible uh, yes. real estate strategy ever. I mean, you you see the quick wins really fast. And people can finally see themselves as the business owner that they have imagined or wanted it to, to be. They they can see their own path to growth and they can keep maturing and, and, and experiencing wins and failures yeah. uh, along the way. And we do so just in a community environment, which tends to reinforce, okay, cool. Now that you've got that lesson, go back out there and get another one <laughs> because <laughs> that's what it takes. And, and, and we just do our best to keep expanding that vision because you, we, none of us, myself included, we don't know what we're capable of. We, we yeah. think we know. Yeah. We, we've written it out on a dream board and we thought, we, I mean, you had plans. We all had plans at the beginning of 2020 and you know what, come March, <laughs> it's, left, it's, like, right <laughs> it's decided like, nope, that ain't happening right now. You better make new plans. Yeah. But the, that's the point is yeah. we're all stronger. If I had told you in December or January or February that, hey, your entire business is going to take a major hit in the middle of uh, Q1 of next year. If I had said that to you, some of you, you would have said, well, I'll just wait to Q2 to get started. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But now those of you who have already gotten started, 
you don't even realize it yet, but you're already stronger. Oh, you're already gosh. bigger. You're already better. You're already more of what you said you wanted to be. You just didn't write it this way. And I understand that. I mean, I promise you squatting and bank on property credit score of 398 wondering, should I pay electricity or food? That was not on my plan either yet only because of those things. Do we get to discover, uncover, and then eventually reveal to the world the greatness that's inside? Mm. That's awesome. That's an excellent way to end, too. It is. One last thing. I'll let Justin do this. So sometimes we like to rattle off our top, top five books. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. we'll let you start, and then Justin, and then we'll end the show that way. Got it. So uh, I just say a book first? Is that how yes. that works? <laughs> okay, the Bible. <laughs> I win. <laughs> yeah, you win. That'd be on that one. Uh, uh, how do my friends influence people? You. <laughs> oh, oh, me again? Okay, got yeah. it. Um, um, uh, the, the, the Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, oh, what is the book I, I'm thinking of? It's Tony Robbins. Um, it's not sh- unshakable. Unlimited Power. I'll do Tony Robbins too. Awaken the Giant Within. Mm, Tony Robbins three. Uh, <laughs> money master the game. Understood. I'm going to Chet Holmes, the ultimate shell sales machine. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, uh, I can see the book in my head. Never, uh, never eat alone. Keith Ferrazzi. Awesome. I'm a stay with sales and go to Jeffrey Gittimore, little red book of selling. Okay. Okay. Uh, Chris Voss. Uh, what is Chris Voss's book? <laughs> oh, I can't think of the book. I see the Never picture in my head. Never split the for. difference. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to go one more with um, Robert Kiyosaki Cashflow Quadrant. There you go. Awesome. Right. You went awesome. with that one. Cashflowdiaries.com. Mr. J. Massey, thank you for being on the show today. It's been fun. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Keep doing the good work. And I Appreciate hope your that. listeners understand that this in, of, in and of itself says that you care a lot because it takes a lot of compassion to yeah. share, to yeah. organize and, and distribute information uh, the way that we do today. That's right. Yes, right for sure. Thank you for listening to Real Life Real Equity Podcast. If you would like to ask the hosts a question or be exposed to our podcast audience, visit our website at realliferealequity.com and submit a request. Again, that's realliferealequity.com or send us an email at info at realliferealequity.com. Again, that's info at realliferealequity.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week right here on Real Life Real Equity Podcast.